Yeah, yeah, y'all already know what it is. It's your boy Smiles, and we're back with another episode of the Music Impulse Podcast. Uh, on this episode, we got my guest, Shantavia, right? Okay. And um, so we're going to start off with the first song right here, the intro song for this episode is my man Clue with Riding High. If he ain't give you the money, then what you fuck for? Uh, Just to make a gator, watch your finger, you can't touch though. Who we think yeah, bitch, you already know. Brain full of game, throw flame when I float. Wreck out the frame, won't change on the hoe. Chevy gold, paint flame, go up to the dope. I know them niggas hating, man, do it on the low. While I'm riding high, scrape the sky. AC on, my windows up and tank. Ashed in my cup, I'm too throw the thing. Going two miles per hour to the four behind the way. Sitting so low that it shrink my place, but my base so on that it shake my frame. Need to cut it down, cause it shake my face, but I got it big. Shit on me, my nigga. 
right, y'all, it's your boy Smiles. You just heard my man Clue with Riding High, and we back with another episode of the Music Impulse Podcast. And I got my next guest, Shantavia. Hello. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. How's your day going? It's going. <laughs> it's going? Yes. You nervous? <laughs> no, it's just hot and I'm sleepy. Yeah, that, te- that Texas weather. Texas heat will do something to you. Yeah, and I, and I know about being tired. I was like, I literally worked my other job midnight to six last night. Oh, really? Yeah, no, yeah. I worked 1030 to 630 in the morning, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. and then uh, I went to the Deez and Meryl show right before that. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, so I know you're just as tired as me. Yeah, because I, like, I usually work five to midnight, but because I was going through the uh, show, I was like, I asked one of my coworkers to switch me. Okay. So I was like, this overnight shift is going to be <laughs> kind of a struggle because I don't do this usually. Yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. Because <laughs> like, uh, I work at a radio station, okay. and the uh, newscaster that usually works Saturday nights, mm-hmm. I usually, I'm usually there her first two hours. Mm-hmm. So when I got there, she was like, oh, hey. I was like, yeah, I'm rocking with you like all night tonight. <laughs> she was like, okay, she's like, this would be a little bit different. I was yeah. like, I was like, yeah, we're going to see how this goes. I was like, because overnight, don't really <laughs> sit well with me. I was like, I usually get super tired, but it, yeah. it, was, it was a whole lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, but I guess um, we'll start it off with uh, who is Shantavia? Introduce yourself, tell them everything you do and all that. Okay, well, my name is Shantavia. I'm 28. I'll be 29 on September the 1st. So shout out to Virgo season. Hey, Virgo season. <laughs> Mine's on the 15th. Really? Okay, Virgo's in the house. Um, I'm a nail technician. So I I started off really, I went to Texas Women's University. And okay, I got my BA in political science. I thought I wanted to be a lawyer. Uh, um, until I got in it, and I was like, you know, this is something I think is going to take more than one person to fix. Yeah. Um, and I've always been, like, really, really creative. So, of course, after I got my BA, I was like, what do I do yeah. with my life? Um, so shortly after that, I kind of was, like, in limbo. Like, maybe I should just go back to school, get a different degree. Um, but that was a lot of money. Yeah. It was already a lot of money that I was I had spent trying to get the degree. Um, so I just decided, like, cosmetology school right so of course the family was like what <laughs> <laughs> we thought you were going to be a lawyer <laughs> a lawyer you're supposed to be trying to help me get out of prison oh, no, right yeah, exactly so um i kind of went through that whole like you know what's the meaning of life thing so i went to cosmetology school and it was hard because um i guess getting out of college and then going to like a technical school you kind of feel like you're doing yourself a disservice like i just had to fight like that complex that yeah. you know even though it wasn't college i was still doing something meaningful you know um so i took a nail theory class and the rest was history and honestly i can say it's the happiest that i've ever been i don't feel any pressure to have to try to confine like put myself in a box to what as to what i should be yeah um number one is like a black person in Mm -hmm. politics or just in corporate america period um and i'm really good at it so i found my niche and it's been it's been amazing. How long have you been you been doing? I guess officially now. Yeah, officially. So it's been about four years. Okay. Um, and for four years, my career has taken me to amazing places. So I worked in Miami at a celebrity nail salon. I worked at Tippy Toes. Okay. Um, and it you. was yes, it was it was it was amazing. So I lived down there for about a year, um, and it was just it was a great experience. And at that time, I had only been doing nails for about three years um so to kind of meet different people and be involved in different things it just kind of really opened my eyes to like you don't necessarily have to have a college degree to live your best life I mean and 
I'm not saying people that do have a degree, you're not living your best life, but I think for people who go to school and then they get out and figure like, oh, this is not what I wanted to do, or maybe it's not all it is cracked up to be, like there is like a, there's a second flight after that. And like, it's okay to, to start over because you never know yeah. where your path really is. Yeah, because uh, like for college, because I, I graduated with my degree in radio okay. broadcasting, okay. but my first year and a half, I was a veterinary medicine uh, major. Absolutely, <laughs> I, yeah. Like I literally didn't change my major until the second semester of my sophomore yeah. year because the whole time I was like, yeah, I want to be a vet, I want to <laughs> take care of dogs. Yeah. But that was also like my limited like mindset. I only really wanted to take care of dogs. So yeah. I was like, but they're yeah. like, you know, you got to learn about all animals and all that. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. and then at the time, like I was really struggling with my biology class yeah. and then like my math class. Yeah. At the time, I had like a, a D in it and I was just like, yo, this is not it. <laughs> right. And then right. Uh, one of my friends, she was my, my RA at the time because she's a year ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I've been doing radio on campus, just you know, just for fun, just right. you know, to get involved on campus or whatever. Right, right, right. Uh, she had did like her little like check-ins with everybody on our mm-hmm. floor, and she was like, you know, how's classes going? I'm like, eh, classes ain't really <laughs> going. going. Well. Yeah, it's like going. they they just going. <laughs> and I was, she was like, oh well, like how's the you know the radio show going? Right. And she's like, she's like, I see you always like posting on Facebook yeah. and you pass out flyers and all whatever for your show. I was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I love it. It's great. It's this right. you know, I got right. thi- I got like this group coming in or yeah. I got this plan or whatever. Yeah. She was like, have you ever thought about doing that f- right. for like your life? I was like, no, I'm just doing this for fun. Right. She was like. My major is radio broadcasting. She's like, yeah. I'm like, what? She was like, yeah. She's like, next semester, she's like, why don't you take the introduction class? Just mm-hmm. see how you like it. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> I took yeah. it the next semester, and then by the end of the semester, I yeah. changed my major, and I was like, yeah. all right, we're doing, we're doing radio broadcasting. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I think at the end of the day, we have to kind of step outside of that social construct. You know, it's it's and it's hard, because um, I'm not going to say I was necessarily the happiest, like the first year and a half that I started because I was like what the only thing I kept thinking about is like the money like yeah. so how much more money could I be make could I be making if yeah. I were pursuing my degree um but the reality about it is and, and I have a lot of friends who are in that field they're not really happy yeah um you know it's it's a tough career you have to type have to be a certain type of person I think regardless of which side you're on you know um politics is it's a lot of not not no so much like what you know but yeah. who you know yeah. um mm. and justice isn't really justice without those two things and that's the sad part you yeah. know um so i think for me just from an integrity standpoint i think even to do what i thought that i probably would have achieved i would have had to definitely shake some hands with some people um and maybe try to get some favors done by some people just to kind of even out the bad and the good and i think for me it just wasn't it wasn't really a place that I, I necessarily wanted to be for the rest of my life. Yeah, because you know? I've seen it just like because a lot of those type of shows are shows that I like to watch, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, How to Get with Murder, with because uh, she, she's a lawyer, yeah. and um, the one on Netflix where uh, my man was the president. Just all those type of oh, shows. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no, um, not House of Cards. You yeah, House of Cards. Yeah, like, no, just, like all shows like it, that's basically like in that realm. Of, like I've seen like yeah. uh, they basically like hey, you know. I'll make a deal like I'll I'll slide away this yeah, way, you know. If you do this or that, like, yeah. like, or hey, you owe me from that one time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, and and it's it's sad, but you know, it money is is it's at the root of, of things like that, you know, and it's not necessarily about sometimes even when it comes to serious crime, sometimes it's not really even about 
justice being served is what what's most popular to do at the time you know Mm -hmm. so if you have maybe a fan favorite and i use jody area's perfect example you know even though that was a horrific crime it more so was dragged out because of the popularity of the situation and the the character involved um even so much where she got a spinoff yeah you know what i mean so it kind of makes you think about like the mind frame like we're technically celebrating and making someone famous who murdered her child but it was interesting to drag out it was interesting Mm -hmm. it was entertaining um but then you also have to think about from the lawyer's perspective like i absolutely want to drag this out because i'm attached to this case this is what's going to make me famous you know so no it wasn't even necessarily about getting justice for the little girl even though that was what's most important it was more about yeah we're going to get to the justice part but we're going to drag this out as long as we can you Mm -hmm. know what i mean because it's, it's about attention and that's how you get more money you know especially as a an attorney or a young attorney if you're attached to a high profile case that's your career um i guess i guess kind of like uh going with that um even though you don't work in the field are you still like big into like knowing what's like politics and everything and all that goes on yeah i mean (laughs) i try to this time this time around in the universe i'm trying to stay out of the the politics because you know it's been um i've lost friends um and i've had it was pretty bad so i mean you know what because i'm i'm a realist you know i don't like to sugarcoat things and i understand that you know at least for this election going around people were saying well we should vote for the lesser of two evils it doesn't matter regardless of which way you vote you're still voting for evil if that's how you want to you know put it in so for me you know i've always been really big into politics of course i voted when uh you know for obama Mm -hmm. and um i wanted michelle to run i'm still in her dms constantly (laughs) um i'm not ashamed of that (laughs) she's like she's like i'm openly saying yes right right just please do it for hey i saw y'all drop that playlist but when you gonna run when (laughs) you gonna run so (laughs) um i just think right now and, and i'll be very honest i'm i'm actually really happy that trump is in office not because of the person that he is because it should be an eye opener for people period yeah. on where america still is mentally because we're really good at like sweeping stuff under the rug you know like hiding behind the quote-unquote freedom of america and so for me when he got into office i wasn't was i mad yeah was i surprised no yeah. i mean people absolutely still think like that i mean mm-hmm. that that's the whole reason he won you know and i think for Black people, people of color, you know, however you want to identify, it's easier for us to kind of to keep our sanity to say, oh, well, the problem is not. And I can only speak from me as a black woman. So for for me and other people that I heard, it became less of a black against whatever fight. And it became more of a like, oh, we're women. So we're being oppressed as as women. So we should ban on to the women Mm. against Trump movement, you know, because it was easier to say I'm a woman and I don't stand for the things that he's done. And it was a lot less harder to sit here and say, well, I'm black. And mm-hmm. he's openly going against me as a, as a black person, you know. And you saw a lot of, well, let's just kind of put the race fight to the side and let's join. It's like a humanity yeah. issue. It's a humanity issue. So for me, I was just kind of like, yeah, no, that's <laughs> not what it is. But, you know, I for me, I think he was, he was necessary. He is necessary because um, it opened a lot of people's eyes, you know. And, and while it's not wrong to vote the way you want to vote if I mean feel how you feel but at the same time it really opened a lot of people's eyes even mine um I had a really close friend who was white you know Mm -hmm. and when it came down to it I guess the thought process behind even the whole Black Lives Matter thing um when it came time to vote and we were having an open discussion you know some things that were said it kind of was like like a like a 
you know, and it, I had to have that real conversation with myself. I'm like, so if that's how you see things, then that's how you see me. That's how you see my life is not as valuable, you know, or you're trying to lump it into like, well, all lives matter. Sure, all lives matter, but black lives or lives of color are not are not as what do you call it um protected yeah. as other people's lives so it's not that when we say black lives matter we're saying nobody else's lives matter it's a, it's a problem that we should have to say it in the first place but our life is the only life that's threatened when we're at a stop sign or you know hanging out at a gas station or just really anytime you know it's it's our life that is the most um aggressively attacked yep it is you know and then i for me it's the fact that you know I get it. You probably would never live those experiences, but you can't have black friends and deny that any of that happens because mm -hmm. then are we really friends, you know, or is it more or less to say like, oh, I have a black friend. So it's more like we become a novelty to prove that like I'm tolerant. I'm not racist. I'm progressive because I got like three black friends. So, yeah. So. Yeah. Cause I've, I've seen it with, uh, just even with work and co yeah, like coworkers. Cause <laughs> I remember like my last, uh, my last job, I remember, uh, supervisor saying that how he voted for Trump but he did it more for like I guess like religious region reason because he thought like Trump was so then I remember like afterwards he was just like oh I didn't know this guy was like this bad and this horrible and we we're like yeah what? like yeah you you didn't he's like yeah I thought he was gonna do this and do that and like well yeah no we saw that no. gonna go. and then like in my department uh pretty much all of us were like either black or Hispanic mm -hmm. so it was like Yo, like you were signing with this dude, and like all your all your employees are all oh, yeah. black. And you're like, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it, like I said, it was it was it was an it was an eye opener, and I and I think even I'll just say this: I think that the real issue was probably rather that people America period would have rather had like we've already had a black man. Mm -hmm. We're not gonna turn around and put a woman in office. Yeah. So I think it, it didn't even have to be Trump running. It could have been anything that wasn't colored. And that did not have female reproductive organs. Yeah. I really think that's really what it came down to, because it was just like that would have been too progressive yeah. for America. Like we already did a black man. We <laughs> we're not turning around. And putting <laughs> one oh, yeah. Not happening, you know. And then I, I just think for me, if I'm voting for someone, whether it be like at the lower level or at, as president, I'm not going to vote for somebody who only comes into the community, the black community, when you want my vote. Right. Yeah. I'm going to vote for people who've spoke out against things that really trouble the community. And and that was my whole standpoint, you know, when, of course, because, you know, you had some African-American people who thought that the us not voting, we were not affecting change. Therefore, we didn't have a place to talk or be upset about anything. But then I was just kind of sitting here like, so you just want me to vote? Like, for me, mm -hmm. I'm like, but what change, what, what change is my vote going to make? Like, I guess that's where I was coming from. And it's not that I'm saying voting doesn't have power, but it's the way you use you your vote, vote, right? Yep. So it doesn't matter if 50 billion black people vote for Hillary. If she does mm -hmm. nothing for the black community, you've done nothing but give her a spot in the White House. Yep. So for me, it was more or less just like, oh, just giving a tangible vote, more or less like, so if I vote for Hillary, is she going to mm -hmm. pass a law that that's makes it uh, illegal or, or something to where people like cops get actual repercussions for taking lives like mm -hmm. are, is she going to do that no not at all because why at the end of the day it's all about the money that's mm -hmm. invested and deals that she's probably made long long, time, long time. ago to where she couldn't even speak out against things if she wanted to yep so like you said it's, it's, it's all, all politics and money and oh everything. yeah absolutely um i guess kind of trans um what are like your some of your inspirations and motivations i guess for like having your own business and all that um so 
I really, honestly, when it comes to like um, entrepreneur wise, so I love Eric Thomas. He's like a motivational speaker. Okay. I listen to a lot of Les Brown. Um, I like Tony Robbins. I know he had like a little a debauchery um, <laughs> with saying the N word, I guess. I didn't watch the video. But I was like, yeah, I, was like, I didn't even I I didn't, know. But I, I did hear that it was like a big whatever. Um, but he's still a great motivational speaker. Um, for me, I really believe in like the law of attraction. So um, before I even got my suite where I am now, I really said every day, like when I woke up, even though I was doing nails out of my house, I'd be like, oh, I'd even just randomly mention it if I'm out. Like, I got to hurry up and get back to the shop, you know, <laughs> even though it's, it's my room, like yeah. it wasn't a shop. Um, and like a couple of weeks later, I actually found a suite, you know. So I think for me, most of my motivation, I love looking at a lot of um, black entrepreneurs. Um, I think there's a certain like finesse to our hustle that, yeah. you know, like nobody else has. Um, and is, there's a certain type of power in that. I think honestly, where the shift for black entrepreneurship will be is when we learn to support each other yes, like as much as we're willing to support something like Popeye's chicken. Like that, I'm sorry. Yeah. I would say, let me yeah, tell like, you. People are like, did you go try? I'm like, no, Man. I wasn't trying to. We gave them like $20 million worth of like free, free marketing. Free marketing. Here's the thing. I'm like, and not only that, like if you, you can't get more stereotypical yes. than that, I was just like, all we needed <laughs> was like a Kool-Aid company to come out. Yeah. Like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, I get it. Yeah. I just want, in my mind, I'm like, dude, if we could do that for our own, like, come on. And then the thing about it is, is like, they've always had a chicken sandwich on the menu. And I'm like, is this the same? I'm just, I'm trying to figure out, like, how from, like, point A, there was always a chicken sandwich to, like, now it's, like, the mm. chicken sandwich. Yeah, it's the one. It's like, that. We have to try it. <laughs> and I was just sitting here, like, it's a chicken sandwich. I don't understand, like... But that just shows you how easily influenced people are. Yeah, because like the first day it was on social media, I was like, I don't, I didn't really didn't look into it. I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like, why is everybody talking about like Popeyes yeah. and Chick Fil A or yeah. whatever? I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. I, was, I was like, I'm not about to really look into it. I was like, I don't really care. Right, right. <laughs> and like then the second day, I'm like, oh, this is like a thing. Like yeah. people are really talking about like going to Popeyes, and I'm seeing like memes and yes. all this and yeah. funny. I'm like the, the memes and the videos. I was like, those, those hey, were they were yeah, they, they were funny. <laughs> I was like, well, a lot of those were funny, but I was like, yeah. okay, so why are we talking about Popeye's chicken? And I'm like, right, yeah. oh, because they had a new sandwich? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I even saw last night, there's this video on Facebook in Louisiana, like it went down. They didn't have chicken sandwiches. The man's like jumping through the window, fighting the cashiers. And I'm what? just like, it's a chicken. I'm thinking like, okay, so now this chicken sandwich has to have like half crack, half heroin. <laughs> like there's something that's making these people go like crazy. But for me, I'm standing back looking at it like, come on black people yes. like this this is like such a step back like now it's one thing to be like oh man you know they got some bomb chicken you got to try it it's another thing to be like hopping out your car yeah to fight a cashier because there's no more chicken sandwiches i was just like yeah it doesn't get more black than this yeah like, that actually reminds me of a, a facebook status my, my cousin wrote he was like I really don't care about this Popeye sandwich. To tell you the truth, it makes me sick to my stomach to know that you guys are out here going crazy over this shit. But to each his own. Right. Whenever it has to do with Jordan's food and bundles, uh, oh, yeah. niggas be out, out here like, mm -hmm. welcome to the slave ship, going to jump in line. Absolutely. I really don't give a fuck who likes it. No, no, and it, it, it's true. And I think that that's, you know what, and there's a fine line, I guess, between between being, like, woke and still being, like, tolerant. For me, I'm just kind of, like, I, I found that nice in-between to where I'm not walking around, like, loading an AK ready to, like, 
really just off niggas you know yeah. what i mean because for me i'm more or less like it's the principle of the thing there are bigger things going on affecting our community than a damn sandwich who's it's probably like well sodium cholesterol all of that you know mm -hmm. what i mean like first of all health is something that plagues the black community severely you know yeah. what i mean and and probably worse because of the just the you know the culture of how we eat you know and it, it's not a bad thing but it's just like i think is, is, I, and I don't know if it's just um, a hopelessness of not being able to solve deeper issues in our community. So it's easier to latch on to things that we can control, yeah. like food and religion or, you know, name brand things. You know, I think it's easier for people because if you if you if you have to walk around and solve the hard problems all the time, you'll drive yourself crazy. Mm -hmm. So it's easier to be like, OK, you know, we'll let the. The Black Lives Matter thing go. We'll let this go. We'll let that go. And, you know, one thing I can say about us that that other people will do, it takes damn near a, a tragedy every, what, two or three months before we really react. Mm -hmm. I feel like had it been any other culture who had been openly, like, I'm talking about slaughtered, this is not even like a random act of, oh, violence. This was literally probably... I know last year, it's like every month you were yeah. hearing it. And then we're not even going to talk about the cases we did not hear about, yep. you know. And I don't know if it's because, because for us, we're so, like, numb to or desensitized to the fact that it's just normal for us to be murdered. You know what I mean? So maybe we should just focus on, on the hip-hop awards and Cardi B, and it's easier for us to give into those distractions than it is to walk around kind of, like, in the state of awareness, like, shit, this, yeah. is, this is really what life is for us in America. And that's not to say, like, we should take it as a crutch. And we should stop living and we should stop trying to, you know, pursue happiness. That's not what I'm saying. I think the problem comes into where we don't focus on anything else until, like, there's 50 of us round up and shot. Then it's like, oh, like, oh shit. black lives matter. And, and we and it's just like, well, this is not anything that they have not done before. But they're not stupid. They realize that all it takes is a chicken sandwich or yeah, Cardi B twerking on stage or, I don't know, bundles or whatever, yeah. you know. So then that easily gets us distracted and that's really, really sad because no other community is going to take things like that. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. like you you could not be a black cop and go into the white neighborhood and just start gunning down white kids. Like it's <laughs> World War Five. Like yeah. you notice they don't do that to yeah. any other community. He would, he would have been fired the next day. Oh, and... absolutely. It would have created like a new Coast Guard. They would have rounded all of us up. Mm -hmm. Like we all would have been on the boat Back to the motherland, you know, which I'm not completely opposed to, by the way. But, I mean, seriously, if you really just think about it, no other community is going to take, even Hispanics to a certain extent. Like, you're not just going to come in their neighborhoods just, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. we don't have that sense of, like, protection, I think, for each other. Like, some of us have it, but the majority of us are like, it yeah, ain't me, so yeah. I don't really. Yeah, because I got uh, friends or, like, associates or whatever people like, I know that, like, I'll say, because I'm more, like, into them. Mm -hmm. social media and mm -hmm. everything that goes on in the news or whatever, mm -hmm. especially since I work for a, a news radio station. Right, right. Like, I'll be like, oh, you're there? They were like, huh? Mm -hmm. Oh, but did you see that video on Facebook where the oh, people yeah. was doing that? Yeah, yeah. I was like, because uh, I had to tell um, one of my homies' girls one time, she was like, Josh, you seen that video of this girl doing this? I was like, no. Nah. She's like, it was all over Facebook. And I was like, I was like, nothing against you. I was like, but I'm pretty sure my timeline on Facebook is... <laughs> Completely way different, different. Yep. i was like i was like there's like algorithms and yeah. stuff i was like the people yeah. i was like one i was like because i've gone to college and i know a lot of my friends it was like it's more like uh k 
cater to like the stuff that they talk about. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, no offense against you, but I was like, I know how you are and the stuff you like. I was like, so I'm pretty sure your timeline is full of like oh, yeah. all that stuff. No. I was like, absolutely. I see some of it through the cracks and mm-hmm. all that, all that. I was like, but mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, I didn't see that video. I didn't, yeah. And when she showed me, I was like, okay. Yeah. And I was like, it, it was funny, but it was yeah. like, it wasn't nothing to yeah. talk about all over Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> about. Not, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you still have to have that. You know, you still have to have like that that nice balance. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm one of those people. I've I've tried my hardest to master because before I was just like so on ten about everything. Then I was no fun to be around. You know what I mean? Because nobody wants to sit around like that person that's like, oh, you drinking water? You know what's in that water? Oh, you sitting in a white chair? That must mean you hate yourself. You know? Yeah, you you have to kind of find a reality because the truth of the matter is like everybody. Is, doesn't want to be, yeah. you know, some people just flat out don't care, you know what I mean? And and you have to be okay with, like, okay, all my people ain't going to care. And I have to kind of learn to protect my space, protect my bubble, you know, I fuck with people who fuck with me. And then you have to know, like, I have certain friends, they're on this wavelength, so when I come around, I got a vibe like this, you mm. know? And then I have other people, we up here, mm. you know? So maybe I spend 70% of my time with the people that feed me and maybe 10, 20% of my time with people who don't. You know, you just kind of have that. It takes yeah. all kinds, I think, to make a, a well-rounded person. Yeah, it's like, it's like uh, sometimes, like, you know, uh, I'm, I'm down like this. Like, Absolutely. Uh, I heard, the like, the uh, rapper Rhapsody. I was like, I don't know if you like her or not. Mm-hmm. Um, her album's dope, by the way. Yeah, um, for sure. <laughs> uh, she, said, she said in an interview, because uh, they were asking about, different uh rappers like cardi b and all that she was like she's like hey she's like i'm human she was like she's like sometimes you know i'm talking with my friends she was like 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 ninth mm-hmm. wander and stuff like that like yeah. about like upper knowledge stuff she's For like sure. she's like then i have times where like i want to get on my rap shit i'm just gonna bar you up to oh, death yeah she's yeah. like but then other times she's like i want to do like a club record or it's like i'm gonna kick it with my girls and yeah. she was like just like a human like yeah you have your moms like yo exactly. yeah, i want to be on my knowledge and all this exactly. stuff but then she's like but yeah. you know every now and then you know me and my girls, we about to go to the club. Oh, yeah, we about to get yeah, fucked yeah, up, no, no, <laughs> and we gonna kick it. I'm yeah. not gonna think about none of that. And that's what I'm saying. Like you have, you gotta have, you gotta have like that great divide. Like this, it's cool, it's fine. I, I mean, I, I, I still go to the club. I still, you know, have my fun. I still smoke weed. I'm still me, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean like I have to become. That's an extension of me, right? So at the core of who I am is the person that strives to be better, mm-hmm. and. Like, like she's saying, like, I'm human at the end of the day. I'm still going to want to go out and kick it. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to want to go eat certain things and do certain things. Um, and I think that, that that's okay. Like I said, it takes all kinds. You got to be well-rounded. And the people who aren't, um, like I said, they're very intolerable one way or the other, right? So if you have somebody that's just, like, hell-bent on being ignorant all the time, like they don't care, like I'm pretty sure to a certain extent they're – not tolerable to be around either and then the person on the ladder it's like all right come on man you, yeah. you gotta chill it's just a stop sign we good like just just walk you know what i mean yeah. so like i said you have to you have to find a, a nice you gotta find a nice balance between both yeah but uh we're gonna take a quick break um we'll go to my man uh king cut this is king cut with games Especially when you out here making 
just look like I said, why would you be out here acting like You ain't knowing that you with a boss player Why would you be out here being wrong Or that I would cut you off with no mercy Ain't the time to be in feelings when I'm out here missing millions. Why would you be out here acting like you ain't knowing that you're a boss player? Why would you be out here being wrong? Or that I would cut you off with no mercy? It's your boy Smiles, and we back with Shantavia. Um, that was my man King Cut with Games. I hope y'all like that track. Um, just a few, uh, just a few other things. Um, so I, I know you used to sing. Oh, uh, uh, oh, <laughs> oh uh, <laughs> you, you had no. I asked you about years it years uh, ago. Oh yeah, I was like, I was like, I was like yeah. I, was like, I didn't know. Like, uh, how long did you do it for? Like, uh, or, um, were you like? So it was. I was really like in high school. So I was really, really weird in high school. I like like show choir. I like like high school musical. That was my. You, thing. you saw they come they come out with a TV show on Disney Plus. I just want them to do it right. Like I'm, I'm tired of all the '90s stuff coming back, and yeah. it's like, who are these characters? What like this is not what we grew up on. Um, but yeah, so I did mostly like um, show choir, and I, I mean, I sang like here and there. Like I think younger everybody wants to like be famous, so it was really like I stopped singing like around 16. Um, oh okay. I'm almost 30, so you know, <laughs> voice is not there anymore. <laughs> yeah, because I, 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 I it was more recent because our, our mutual friend Ashley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, you know what? And that's the thing. I love her. It doesn't matter what I've ever done. She's gonna remember if I tap dance that one time. She's gonna be like, "Oh, my friend, the tap dancer." <laughs> Actually, no. It was just one time. <laughs> uh, I guess, uh, how did y'all meet? Or, or, or We went to high school together. Oh, we yeah, went to talk about high school together. Um, we had choir together. And then we oh, had, so like, yeah, a, she's like, yeah. Yeah, she, yeah. And you know what? That's though, my girl. She sang. She, she out here doing her thing. She out here making records. That's why when you hit me up, I was like, wait, who? Like, And then when you said Ashley, I was like, oh, Ashley, yeah. She, it doesn't matter what I did. You're, she's like, you're like, Ashley, I stepped in the studio and I'm like, like 
it's years. Like, yeah. I don't even. But you know what? You mm. need friends like that. You know, she's one of my very, very close friends, if not my best friend. Um, she's yeah, been, I'll... like, one of my biggest supporters with everything and, and vice versa. And it's actually funny. I hadn't seen her in years. I moved away from Duncanville. I actually graduated from Cedar Hill. Yeah. So um, we had only gone to school together for, like, a year and a half, if that, like, maybe two years, mm-hmm. um, before I went back to Cedar Hill. And we did not, just because of, like, growing up, yeah. you know, I moved around, and I think believe she stayed. And one day on Facebook, I just kept, this boy, she was singing actually on a snap. I didn't even realize oh. that we followed each other. And I was like, that voice sounds so familiar. And then I'm on her page. I'm like, I know this person. I know this person. <laughs> and then I finally, I was like, all right, I'm not going to be a creeper, but I am going to be a creeper. So I like went to her DMs and I was like, hey, what's up? You know, like, did you go to Duncanville? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, Ashley. <laughs> you know, and ever since then, we've been really close. Um, And it's for me, um, it's really hard for me to have like, girlfriends yeah. you know and um she's one of those people she's really positive to yeah, be around she, she always has like something uplifting to say and i love having friendships where we can feed into each other so she's definitely been that person yeah because uh i met her when i first first moved here to texas i'm originally from akron ohio okay and uh when i worked at the hyatt hotel mm-hmm. uh she was the greeter yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. how i met ashley and then wow. i've been here for eight years and i've just no, yeah. known in certain like Checked in with her like yeah. really much ever yeah. since. Like, yeah, so. she's really consistent. I love consistency. So you know, she's I I probably one of my only at this time really really close girlfriends. You know, I don't have to worry about any drama. And like I said, it's a different type of relationship. She's always going to be that person who I can sit down and talk to about business. Um, and just if I'm having a bad day, you know, and and like I said, she's always going to be that person that's going to uh, feed into me and vice versa. So I, I'm really 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 happy that we even. Re reunited and reconnected because then it reminded me what real friends were. Yeah. Um. And I, I just I tell her that all the time. Like I'm so happy we we even reunited. So. Like, girl, I'm so happy I slid into your DMs. So happy I shot my <laughs> shot. <laughs> uh, but I guess uh, some more stuff. Um, uh, cause you know with uh, I guess getting your name out and your brand and having your shop. Um, yeah. well, I guess what are some like pros and cons of like having your own business and then like using social media to mm-hmm. promote it, I guess, mm-hmm. some stuff like that. Um, so for me, I'll just, I'll speak about the pros first. Um, so I think be, I'm, I'm really, I'm really artsy. Um, so for me, that's my thing. So, uh, marketing and advertising, I like to use like a lot of colors. So a lot of, of the nail art that I do is very eye, eye catching. Um, so for me, um, that's been one of my biggest things because I'm in Carrollton, so nobody really does what I do in Carrollton. Um, so I don't necessarily have to worry about that type of competition. So for me, I do a lot of foot marketing. Um, so my suite is in on Frankfurt Road, so I'm right across from a Walmart. I'm right across from a Starbucks next to a beauty supply. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, right next to a chicken shack, night, like right next to a sports bar across from a Sonic. Um, so I'll get up at like 6 o'clock in the morning, and I'll like walk the whole parking lot of Walmart and stick my card in every single window mm-hmm. of like the cars in the parking lot. And I did that a lot in Miami, too, because Miami actually really taught me how to hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, so the that's one of the pros for me. Now, social media... It, it's um, that's a hard game only because you know you have people who buy followers um, and then you have people that only post what's pretty um, and then you have those some of those nail techs who maybe who have gotten like one or two quote unquote celebrities and so people like to follow clout people like to follow where they think um, the glory is at that moment so I think the problem with a lot of nail techs and I think makeup artists and hairstylists as well is that we're all competing for the same thing but it's who has the better 
and and I'll say honestly, for me as a nail tech, it's really about who has the most interesting lifestyle. Like if I'm posting that, yeah, I'm, that's what Ashley talking yeah, about. Yeah, if, if I'm posting that I'm in the club all the time, and 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 it just depends on who your audience is. Um, I'm very intentional about my clientele, right? So I don't want people who finna you know fight me at the shop if mm. if your diamond come off mm-hmm. or if you you know I don't I typically try to stay away from and I and I pay attention to because I'm in a lot of the groups on social media who they're looking for nail techs and things like that if I see that you're a person who are in hair groups and stuff like that and you blasting people and you always in drama and you're just ignorant all the way around like I can't sis I I can't, you know what I mean? Like yeah, that's what Ashley was saying. She was like, "Yeah, she's like, it's a, it's really catty." Oh, no, it she's is like, she's so like, it's women. She's she like, it's women. She's like, because like, because it's women. She was yeah. like, it could be really catty. I was like, wow. No, it's it's it absolutely is catty. It's one of those things like, it, and and even for in the nail tech world, it's catty. You have nail techs who are bullies. You have, and then you have the nail techs who are new, who are looking for help, and you have the nail techs who've been in it. They're like, I'm not gonna help you because I had to learn on my own, and so I'm not sharing my secrets. But oh, if you pay me five hundred dollars for a class, mm. then I'll teach you what file I use. Like, are you, are you kidding me right now? And, I, and for me, that's a concept that like it drives me nuts because that goes back to that crab in a bucket ass shit like yeah. what is the point you can't tell somebody what nail tips you use what foul you use like <laughs> it's so much money out here for everybody to get in every industry and i'm pretty sure you you know too there's a lot of people who won't tell you what type of microphone they use or what mm-hmm. type of headphones they, it's like it's not that deep yeah it ain't that deep yeah it really isn't all, so. yeah very catty um i guess the kind of there's a few more uh questions uh any because uh, like again this is the music impulse so like yeah. I, I like to keep a lot of my questions music yeah. uh any albums or artists you checking out lately for 2019 so i <laughs> i actually did listen to chris brown well my sister because li- listen i have my own set of thoughts about chris brown and he's a great artist okay great artist great music great talent i'm not gonna take that away from him but he's ignorant as hell, right? Yeah. And he didn't used to always be like that. Um, I, it probably is drugs. That's what yeah. it looks like. Yeah. Um, but I had listened to the album. It was a really, really good album. I yeah, like the way he took all really the good. yeah. I like the way he took all the old kind of like the old bops and brought it mm-hmm. and made it like. So I I, I feel it. You know, um, it, it almost pains me inside to say that it's a good album. It yeah. really is a good album. Um, who else am I am I listening to these days? I like a lot of underground. So I like Trade of Truth. I like Zero. He, see, he just, he um, just dropped a new album on Friday. Absolutely. I still got to listen to it. But I yeah, I, I love Trey. You know, it, it's just I feel like if now if I'm looking for a husband, it's got to be him. You know, <laughs> I need somebody to balance me out. You know, I need someone where I can I can ride through the trap. And I know you're not going to touch me because I'm, I'm with Trey. Right. Not only that, he does a lot in the community. Community, you know, yeah. he's he's very active, very and very then, active, and I've met him like once before, and he's not, he does not like come off like, oh, I'm a rapper, don't yeah. touch me. It's just real down to earth. Somebody you can literally see at the gas station buying swishers. Like, yeah. I look, I genuinely like him. Um, I don't know if you saw his Breakfast Club interview. I did, uh, I, I feel he, he was just on Breakfast Club the other day. I don't think I've seen him. Now, I saw when he was being interviewed about the Nipsey Hussle thing. I uh, did see that. But I believe that that was on TMZ. That wasn't on. Yeah, the, uh, he just did Breakfast Club, and he had his daughter with him. Yes. I, <laughs> I, so, yeah. so it was cute because, like, of course, like, getting the interview, she was, like, up and wild. Yeah. And then, like, uh, like just watching it, you just you just see her just, like, 
pass out and he he and he he just kept going like it was like nothing yeah. like I'm holding my baby girl like yeah. you know, I'm keep going with the yeah. interview and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I really like him a lot and I followed him through his career. I I've, I've been listening to him to, since probably 2004. Um so I'm like a, a huge Trey fan and I I really like him cuz at first People always make the joke like they're they're not happy people like they just talk. But, you know, he talks about the reality of, of life and not everything is like it's, you know, he's kind of come. I think there's still more zero that's kind of stuck in that. Yeah. I, hate I think you he said place. they're cousins or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> they're cousins. Yeah. And and the thing about it is, is that I, I appreciate real rappers. Um, I, It's hard for me to kind of get into like now I will say. I really am feeling Will Smith's son, Jaden. Yeah, Jaden got bars. Here's the thing. He's a weird-looking dude, yeah. but he has bars. I don't know. I think it's called Ghost. Yeah, I was Ghost, listening to yeah. it, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> you know, like, he kind of reminds me of Kendrick, but then he kind of reminds me of J. Cole. I don't know, yeah, like a hip hybrid of both. Yeah, because he said, like, Kid Cudi's, like, one of his inspirations. Oh, he yeah. said, like, Ace of Rocky, for real. Yeah. And, and I was like, when you think about those guys, like, yeah, they're yeah, all weird. Yeah, <laughs> they're all weird. And, and, and you know what? I'll say this. I, I love Willow and I like Jaden and it's because I think for them, or I guess for us looking at them, I feel like they embody what it means to just be a free black kid. Like, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want to confine to the stereotypes or nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I am who I am. I'm rocking dreads. I do rock music. I'm cool with that. I rap. Yeah. My hair is blonde. You know what I'm saying? I'm weird looking. I got piercings. You know, I'm I'm good with that. And then my dad, like, what was Instagram without Will Smith? You know yeah. what I mean? So I just like how they've raised them with the mentality of just being like absolutely, absolutely free. So I'm yeah. I'm on Jaden right now. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm absolutely I'm feeling him because I like people who are really lyrical. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like he has a beat, he has a flow, but then he's also really talking about something. And sometimes he says stuff. He'd be like. What? Oh, so you woke woke. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I, I was like. Then I love his uh, his water movement. Um, to just water. Oh, yeah. I was like, cause that, he's yeah. like the only one that's still been sending water oh, yeah. to, uh, out to. Um, he's really dope. Flint, Michigan. He's like, yeah. And uh, I think yeah. they just got a deal with Target or something like that. He's got a deal with Target. And I know he did some type of pop-up shop in California. So yeah, I went, gave out the home on his yeah, birthday. On his birthday. <laughs> like, how dope is that, man? He and was like, I'm bringing this vegan food yes. truck. I'm going to give out vegan food because yeah. it's healthy. You he's know? dope. He's really, really dope. And his parents are dope, too. I mean, if you think about Will Smith and his mentality mm-hmm. and how he thinks. And, you know, and I love that Jada does the, the round table. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's it's necessary and representation is everything. And I think that even what her and Will have going on, how they're willing to come to the table and talk about, their you know, their, their relationship, not just the good, not just the bad. And then, you know, bringing the, in the, the ugly and all this. The yeah. ugly, the baby mamas or his, he doesn't like to refer to her as a baby mama. But, you know, it's just, it's a beautiful thing to see. And I think that it, it exudes through his kids. Not to mm-hmm. say that they don't have their own hangups and things like that. But they're just a different breed of people. You don't see them gaudy, flashy, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you don't see it. They're just regular everyday people but you know they can act they can sing they can rap it's just mm. yeah they're a very blessed family so. yeah it's like yeah shout out to the smith family you know? oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely like, they're just amazing <laughs> again what was life on instagram without will smith yeah i was like, like i was like yeah i was like will smith is like my new favorite person man, like to... <laughs> he wants he pushes you to live life he has this quote that says on the other side of uh, on the other side of fear is the best version of your life because like you know he said all the time how he was really really afraid of heights yeah. right really afraid of heights oh, yeah, and then he did jumped out the window for and the he first, jumped out the, the window the... and he said that's when he realized the best part of my life was on the other side of what I feared mm-hmm. like he's like falling through the air I was like really invigorated like that was the best time of my life but all this time I'm keeping myself from that because I, I was afraid mm-hmm. like I did I was afraid to like go for it and so I'm just like every morning I get up and I go to work even on my night job. 
um, I listen to something inspirational, something that's going to push me, you know, so that even going to a night job, I'm like, sometimes I'm sitting there like, damn, like, you know what I mean? Or people always make that Mm -hmm. comment. Like, if I could do nails like you, girl, I would not be at work. But then here's my thing. Mm -hmm. If you could do nails like me, then you would need money to afford a suite in a shop. So then you would know that I need to be here. (laughs) Right. Um, So for me, I just kind of keep that goal in mind, you know, while I'm going clock in. I'm just like, you know, I know what this is for. This is this is not forever. You know, not only that, I have two nieces and I want to leave something behind for them. And I want to give them a chance to go forward in life. Yeah, so I guess that kind of wrap it up. Um, any social media uh, you want to give off, or and yeah. then like the address and times or whatever, how they can reach you for yeah, your sure, no problem. So I'm on Instagram as Tay the underscore Tech. Um, Facebook is the same T A Y T H E underscore Tech. That's Instagram and Facebook. Um, Snapchat is the same. Um, so I am on thirty six thirty six Frankfurt Road, and that is in Dallas, Texas seven five two eight seven. All right, cool. Anything else you want to? Say to wrap up or anything? I mean, don't fall for the Popeye's chicken. Like, we don't know what's in it. We don't know what's in it. Like, you know, um, Chick-fil-A is still okay. It's still a bomb. I'm I'm, te- I'm still team Chick-fil-A. You know why? They have great customer service. So I'll wrap that up saying that. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate you coming in. No Thank you. Appreciate that. Thanks for having me. So that was another episode of the Music Impulse Podcast. And we out, y'all. <laughs>